What's up, guys? Tyler here, back for another episode of the Snapped Podcast. This show, I'm going to try and bring you guys all the stuff that's going on in my head about health, fitness, diet, exercise. That's kind of my background. I also love comedy. I love current events. I love sports. It's going to vary. We're going to bring on people sometimes, occasionally, that are going to help provide some content for the show, spark conversation, and hopefully every time you listen to this podcast, you can take away one thing that made your day just a little bit better. Thank you for tuning into today's show. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get it. intro got me going i didn't record the last episode with that intro but listening to it really brought the juice there that's that fake gervas juice if you listen to the wash up walk-ons welcome back to the snapped podcast which well i don't know how many listened in the first episode there's a couple of you which i appreciate very much a couple of you reached out uh on twitter said that you were actually interested in what i was doing and you know, we'll start there. Uh, you know, I didn't know exactly how this whole thing was going to go. Obviously, this podcast is currently based on this February challenge that I'm doing, and it's great. I'm five days into the challenge, and we're going to talk about that. That's basically what today's episode is going to be. Try to make it quick and not boring, but the initial outreach of people who are like, it's more curiosity, like, why is this guy eating a pint of ice cream every day? Like, why? that doesn't make sense. And it, I'll be honest, you're right about that. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, if you if you are confused, and this is the first episode you're listening to, go back and listen to episode one. 20 minutes long, maybe a little long-winded, but it goes into detail exactly why I'm doing this and how it's breaking down. So, um I really appreciate those who have reached out. Um, it's bringing, it's doing exactly what I wanted it wanted it to do. Uh, it's bringing awareness to health and nutrition and exercise and basically understanding your body. Right, that's what I want out of this. You cannot out train a bad diet. That is the kind of the age old quote or mantra, and it's true. You shouldn't try to. Right, like if you can eat lean meat and vegetables, healthy fats like nuts, seeds, avocados, healthy oils, fat oils, um, nut oil, well not nut oils, uh, like a good olive oil. You can eat a little bit of starch, not that much starch. You know, try to avoid the sugar. Like that's a generally a good rule. I get that from CrossFit. That's if you search CrossFit fitness in 100 words, you'll find that portion of that. But lean meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. That's generally the guideline. I try to live by that minus the vegetables. I hate vegetables so much. Guys, I don't eat vegetables. You heard it here first on episode two of the Snap Podcast. I don't consume them. Okay? I... During college, 
Uh, Kevin Ward, my roommate, and I, those who, again, listen to Wash Up Walk-Ons, my co-host, when he's there, he likes to show up half the time. He and I did this thing called Hardbod 2015 during the season where we actually went undefeated, so we'll probably attribute it to that. But we, uh, when, the, when the new year started, we decided we were going to hardbod, and that basically meant that we were going to you know, tighten up the diet, do some extra push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups at the house every night. And it worked. And I started eating kale and spinach in, uh, in smoothies every night. And even in a smoothie, masked by yogurt and milk and protein powder, all good tasting stuff, that spinach and kale still came through. And just not my favorite. So I don't really eat that. I don't eat salads when I go out to eat. If I'm at a wedding and I'm at a table of people that I don't know or that I at least like respect, like I'll eat a salad, like a little iceberg lettuce salad with, uh, you know, they have the, uh, the, the Aladdin genie lamp full of ranch, that thick buttermilk ranch. Just throw that on a salad and just swallow it down. I'll eat it. But like asparagus, no. Broccoli, no. Brussels sprouts, no. Cucumbers, no. Anything green, the color of verde, if you... Chili Verde, okay? I'm not eating it. Not doing it. So, you know, fruits are okay. I'll eat, uh, you know, I had some pineapple in, on my honeymoon. I'm not even a pineapple guy, but I had some pineapple on my honeymoon in Hawaii. I eat that. Sh- I would eat that shit all day. Good watermelon. It has to be a good fruit, though, like a fresh fruit. I'll, I'll eat an orange. I'll eat a peach. I'm not an apple guy, and I'm not really a banana guy unless you add it into... Like a like a big conglomerate of stuff for a smoothie, but I'm just you know fruits and vegetables have never been my thing. So, um, you know, which is weird for someone who's into health and and all that stuff. But I got off track there. Um, it's it's a it's a thing to bring you guys some awareness of. Hey, you can, you know, if you know what you're doing, you don't have to just eat salads and canned tuna. To, you know, look a little bit better, lose some weight, feel better about yourself. So I'm going to get into um, my initial thoughts and observations from the first five days of this challenge. Recording this on uh, Wednesday, February 5th, um, which means today was the fifth day of the Pint Life month. Um, About an hour ago, I wrapped up eating lunch, which was my fifth pint of the month. Today was what I would call one of probably the most experimental pint so far, um, and I'll run those down here in a second. Pull those up. Um, so I'm five pints in, and I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about these first five days, how I felt. I wrote down three things: how I f- how I feel, um, which I'm I'm really really good at self anecdotal um, observation. Um, I have very good body memory and how I feel on certain diets. I can remember, you know, when I was eating this eight months ago, how I felt, how that affected my workouts, all this stuff. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. My motivation each day to continue this challenge, because, you know, 
a lot of people said, and I initially thought that, you know, once, you know, probably every other day or maybe once every four or five days at least, I was going to get sick of the ice cream and I wasn't going to want to eat it. We'll talk about that. And then um, third, we'll get into a, a little bit of the details of the actual, you know, the interest that I've been receiving, questions that I've gotten, and we'll dive into a couple of a uh, couple of those things. But first, back to how I feel. I, in conjunction with starting this challenge on Monday, the, the third, I actually kind of started on the last day of the month in January on last Friday, but on Monday the 3rd, I started working out really hard again. So, um, you know, leading up into this, I'd say over the last two months, I've probably been working out three to four days, three or four days a week. Um, two of those workouts being anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes at home uh, with just a 45-pound plate. So not very um, loaded workouts, no real resistance training. The other two being in the gym where I work. Um, with plenty of weights and all that stuff, um, which was a switch up from before Thanksgiving, um, where I was I was basically uh, for, gosh, I would say a full year, just one basically November of eighteen to November of nineteen, I was five days a week at the gym. Um, you know, here and there I would hit a home workout or do a run or something like that, but. Uh, five days a week at the gym, an hour plus of heavy resistance training, CrossFit, high intensity stuff. And so over the past two months, I had really gotten away from that. Um, and some things were good. Some things were bad. Um, put on a little, no, I didn't put on any weight actually, which is a good thing. However, I, uh, I went up about 3% body fat. I did a in-body scan last week as a base for my for this month challenge and I was 190.1 pounds 14.2% body fat which I guess is not quite 3% up from where I was in uh, about October of 19 but 14% uh, body fat, which is good. That's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to put on a little bit of body fat so that for this challenge, I would be able to see if I could take it back off. And realistically, I'd like to live kind of around, you know, 11, 10 or 11% body fat, maybe, you know, living beneath that for ever probably isn't, uh, isn't reasonable. You have to, I mean, it is reasonable, but, um, you have to, Stay on top of your workouts and you have to kind of want it. I know life gets in the way sometimes and that's kind of the point. That's that's a side point of this challenge is if you kind of understand and know what you're doing, you don't have to be in the gym five days a week for an hour plus. You don't have to be eating spinach and, you know, fat-free cheese and uh, almonds and uh four ounces of chicken breast every day of your life. But um, I feel, back to the point of number one, I feel pretty darn good. Now, ice cream is not a great fuel for a workout. Right? And I, even though, and, and this is how I've been doing it, 
the first two days were kind of wonky. I was traveling, and so the ice cream actually happened towards the evening at my dinner uh, meal. But the last three days, it's been wake up. I fast until noon, so I actually fast from the previous night's dinner, which usually happens around 6 or 6.30, sometimes earlier, and I'll fast all the way till noon or after that, and that's when I'll have my pint of ice cream, and my workout actually happens towards the end of that fast, so I'm working out at about you know 10.30 in the morning, and even though... You know, some would sit, you're looking at that and you're like, well, you don't have any fuel in you. You're 16 hours without food, 18 hours without food. You don't really have anything in you. Well, obviously I do, right? You know, obviously the liver stores glycogen as fuel immediate and, you know, it can only store so much. But after that, any excess storage goes straight to um, fat deposit. And so you're looking at stored energy that, you know, is, is, to be honest, I don't know the exact science or when it stores, how much, and, and all that. I could tell you if I went, went and got the book out. But, um, you know, that previous day's food is the energy for the workout. And I'll tell you that eating chicken and rice, even though you're on a 16-hour, 18-hour fast and you start your workout and you don't have any food in you from the past few hours, you still have that fuel in you from the day before. And ice cream is definitely... As expected, not as good as like a healthy carb source and a nice lean chicken breast, you know. But not as bad as you would think. I don't feel bad, okay. Um, the one major concern about this whole challenge is, you know, with eating, I only eat two meals a day, lunch and dinner, and now making one of them a pint of ice cream, it's hard to get protein in, you know. And protein is a huge part of building muscle. Um, the more muscle you build, the more, the higher your metabolism is going to be because be, muscle burns fat for every pound of muscle. You're burning like so many calories. Um, so the more lean mass you have on your body, the easier it is for you to burn, um, your daily energy and kind of up that metabolism. And so without protein, it's hard to build that muscle. There's not a lot of protein in ice cream unless you go for one of those, you know, niche, ice creams that are like protein specific, but I'm eating the good stuff. I'm eating Ben and Jerry's and I'll get to that in a second. Um, other things. So, uh, that has been one of the concerns. And so, um, I'm a little sore. Um, and that's kind of, you know, that has something to do with getting back into that high intensity one hour a day stuff, but, uh, I'm sore and, um, We'll see by the end of this week. We're still kind of in the middle of it right now. I still expect to be the sore regardless of what I was eating. We'll see how I recover daily with the ice cream. Um, because after each workout, you're looking at like an hour, not even, until I'm eating the ice cream. The ice cream is basically my, my post-workout meal. And uh, again, not ideal, not something I would recommend, but that's kind of the way it's working out for this. So um, it's been okay. I feel good. My energy level at the gym is all right. Obviously, if I ate a little bit and had some food in my stomach for the workout, I'd be able to push a little bit harder. But I've gotten used to pushing pretty damn hard on a kind of in a fasted state. All right, so that was number one uh, of my initial observations. Number two was 
um, kind of the question of would I be motivated to, you know, come home from that workout and eat the ice cream every day? Like, is that what you want? And I'll be honest on Monday, the first two days were great. It was just the weekend. No workout was planned around it. Um, Monday came around and I worked out, I came home and part of this is just subconsciously your body knows your routine, but I was ready to eat a big old bowl of shredded baked chicken with a little barbecue sauce, honey mustard mixture that I put together and some white jasmine rice. And guess what? That wasn't on the menu. It was a pint of, uh, what was it? It was a pint of, oh gosh, it was a pint. I'm checking my pints. The ice cream that I ate on Monday was a Jenny's ice cream called Darkest Chocolate. And let me tell you, if you like dark chocolate, it was a treat. It was just plain. There was no chunks of anything in it. There was no swirls. There was no extra flavors. It was just straight ice cream, plain dark chocolate ice cream. And it was fantastic. And I was happy to eat it. Yesterday, on Tuesday... I had a vanilla caramel fudge Ben and Jerry's and I was happy to eat it. And then today we, like I said at the beginning, we, we kind of went outside of my comfort zone and I got a, uh, a brand called espresso yourself or the brand is called till the cows come home. The specific flavor is espresso yourself. And, uh, I'll read to you what that entails. That is coffee and cream ice creams and coffee ribbon with coffee ribbon and brownie pieces. I'm not a big coffee guy, you know? So, but I I knew that for 30, you know, 29 days in this month, I was going to have to come up with some creative flavors. You don't want to just eat vanilla bean 12 times in a month. So decided to go with that. And it got a passing grade from me, 6.1 on a 10 scale. Uh, it passes with a low D, but for me, that's pretty good. The others have all been probably in the sevens or higher, and I'll get to that in a second, but the the at least five days in, the motivation to eat the ice cream every day, I'm excited when I open up the pint. It feels good. It's like, I mean, you're literally a kid in a candy shop. You get to eat ice cream for lunch. It's every kid's dream. The third and final initial observation from this first almost week was, you know, I posted about it a few times before the month actually started on my story and was hashtagging pint life. And if, if you're listening and you want to be a part of the pint life, you can be a part of the pint life, baby. You just hashtag pint life, tag me in it. If you care, anytime you eat a pint of ice cream, just tag me. I'll start a strike up a little conversation with you. We can have a nice little back and forth about it. But since I started, people started to see the actual posts on the feed, not just the stories, and a ton of questions have come in. Uh, as I mentioned on the first episode, I'm putting up a lot of pictures inside of a single post each day. That, those include the picture of the pint, kind of the sexy picture of like the ice cream with its lid tilted against it. Um, for, you know, photogenic effect. Then 
after that comes the rest of what I had to eat that day, you know, to inform the form you guys about what the rest of my diet looked like. Uh, you won't find any vegetables in there. I guarantee you that. Um, and then after that, a screenshot of my activity app to show how many calories I burned on that day. Um, a notes picture of what my workout looked like for that day if I had one. Fifth picture of the post each day is a calorie balance, meaning um, you take that number from the activity app and you take the number from the MyFitnessPal um, and you find the difference and you're th then either in a surplus or a deficit of calories. Um, so that, a start and end weight for each day, even though weight is essentially, especially in, in a short-term um, view like a one month, it's so insignificant, but a lot of people like to see weight. And then the last one is a, just a fun little pint rankings. Every day I add the new pint to the rankings and kind of keep a running list. So a lot of stuff. And the biggest question I've gotten is what app do I use to track my calories? And that's pretty simple, MyFitnessPal. Um, I've used this app since 2015 when I started that whole um, hard bod spring semester with Kevin. So I've been using it for basically five years and they've dialed that thing in to be pretty good. They've got, I mean, you search any food in there, any brand, um, it's going to come up. The easiest way to do it is if it has a barcode, it just has a scanning feature in the app and you can scan the barcode right into the app and it'll pop right up. Um, and you can track things pretty down to the T and you can set goals. There's a bunch of other features, but it, it's a great thing for tracking. Um, it even gives you goal calories, um, tells you how much you have left. It gives you a breakdown of the nutrition in a really um, visually pleasing and easy to understand way. It's a great app. Anyone who's looking to track calories, and I would highly suggest it. If you're, It's the number one thing. It's the very first thing I would tell you. If you want to get serious with fitness and diet, but you don't know where to start, just start tracking what you eat. Because the knowledge of just putting down and seeing the number of calories every day of what you're currently eating, you don't even have to change anything. You could, if I were to start you and we were going to have a year together and I was going to consult with you about fitness and, or fitness and nutrition, the first month I would just have you track calories and be very aware of how many calories you were bringing in each day. You would automatically start to adjust what you ate and adjust your thinking and adjust your behavior just because you knew how many calories you were consuming in a day or how many you weren't, depending on your situation. So um, MyFitnessPal, fantastic app, super easy to use. And that was really the, the biggest question. The other questions were, again, why am I doing this? And like I said, it's to bring awareness to um, how easy it actually is to be healthy and to manipulate your weight and your diet and your exercise. And um, a lot of people have said that um, just plain and simple, seeing somebody do this is super interesting and it's creative. And um, I went into this with no expectation. I didn't know if a single, I, I knew a, uh, just from the following I have on Twitter that I've built through the Wash Up Walk-Ons thing, is somebody would click on the podcast. But uh, more people have clicked on it than I thought. I had no expectations of this. I didn't expect uh, to receive any th interest on this. I was just doing it mostly for myself. And the 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 stuff I've gotten back from you guys has been awesome.
and a lot of people have said that it's motivating them to kind of look at what they're eating or, you know, not necessarily ice cream based, but that's just, you know, the, the route that I'm doing it, but it's something interesting and entertaining to follow along with each day and with this podcast each week, if you care, uh, to where, you know, it kind of puts it on the forefront of your mind and maybe you start to think about what you're eating each day and tracking your calories and tracking how many calories you burn and trying to create a goal for yourself and better yourself through exercise and health and nutrition. And that's all we want, my friends. That's all we care about. Just want everybody to live a nice, healthy, happy life. And it's not that hard. And that's what I'm trying to get across. So 24 minutes into this podcast and we're already way too long. I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Um, listen to me on, if you've made it this far, which you haven't, uh, listen to me on one and a half speed because I probably talk slow and it could speed up the material. It's not a lot of dense stuff that I'm saying. So listen to me fast and you can get this podcast done quickly every time it comes out if you're actually following along, but I appreciate it. If you are following along, reach out to me. Let's talk about it. If you want some, um, health and diet tips. I can't officially give you advice because I'm not a licensed dietitian or nutritionist or anything like that, but I could give you what I do and maybe you could follow that. Or on the fitness side, I can definitely write you workouts. I'm a certified personal trainer and I can write programming for people. If you want help with that, reach out to me as well. But that's all we got. Hope you guys have a good week. I will update you again next week at this time. We'll have a, a full, uh, 12 days under our belt at that point. And, uh, we'll be into week two fairly um, fairly deep into week two with uh, hopefully more data to talk about. Um, that's it. Have a great di- day, all And uh, be healthy. Live happy. <laughs>